When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trots Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia ora everyone. Welcome into Trots Talk. Greg O'Connor flying solo. Michael Guerin over at Royal Ascot. And I'm sure at some point he'll be on SENZ reporting out of there. Hope your weekend's gone well. Good Kiwi success overnight. Uh, Hot to Trot was successful at Menangle. Spoke to his New Zealand trainer, Mark Jones, this morning. He'll be making his way up to the Constellations Carnival. And we'll catch up with Brad Steele at the back end of today's show to talk more about that. Also winning last night at Albion Park was Can't Find a Better Man, who's still Kiwi-owned, beat Make Mine Memphis. And the other feature pace there uh, last night was won by Big Wheels, who's in excellent form, won a race called the Lucky Creed. So looking forward to uh, seeing if Big Wheels can continue on that trend. He'll probably find himself in the Redcliffe Cup next week. The Patron's Purse was run on Friday night out of Redcliffe. And the superstar, Queensland pacer, Leap to Fame, was successful there. And the Kiwi bred by the McGowns, Adele, won the Redcliffe Trotters Cup there on uh, Friday night. So we'll talk more about Queensland harness racing later in the programme. On today's show... We'll talk to Sam Otley very shortly about her success last week in becoming the winningest female driver of all time in New Zealand. We'll catch up with the Thornleys first, Craig, then Sam. Talk about their chances on the Southern Man segment around uh, Addington today. Of course, they race with the first underway 25 minutes past 12 o'clock on uh, what is a big day of racing, 10 race programme there for the Elmwood Tavern who've got behind each and every race out of Addington today and we'll talk to Blair Orange about his World Driving Championship campaign. Four tracks, three countries, 20 races, how excited he he is about that. We'll also get an insight into what he's thinking around his drives at Addington today. Chance for you to win a $50 bonus bet courtesy of our friends at the tab, double eight double three, simple as this, we're at Addington today so let's use Addington as the code word. And at Addington last Sunday, history was made. It was the second last race on the program. And like she's done for the punters over the last oh, 15 years, Samantha Rotley, she took the breath away with Take My Breath Away by setting the record. 29 the third quarter taking the lead now major happy off just ace who's just lugging it on one rain passing lane now opening up for take my breath away and coming through quickly and behind those is he's a jackalack it's take my breath away who's grabbed the lead trying to go again is just ace and over top of the major happy post comes she'll get it now the most successful driver in new zealand harness history and that's sam otley take my breath away too good
Major. Yeah, brilliant performance uh, from Samantha and the Fred Scott train to take my breath away. There was a good crowd on course. It was Bob Butt race day, so there was plenty of atmosphere, I'm sure, as you came back to scale. Samantha, as I say, a very good morning to you and congratulations on the milestone. You've added to that with Major Memphis at Addington on uh, Friday night. Um, I know this sort of came out of nowhere, probably about six weeks ago and we talked about it on the show but um, pretty satisfying on picking to have gone past Nikki Chilcott in terms of wins so well done to you Yeah thanks Greg um, yeah like you say we spoke about it you know a month or so ago and um, knew it was creeping up so yeah to finally uh, get there and um, <clears throat> pass Nikki was you know a real thrill and a great buzz to do it um, last week and especially for Freddie and that, you know, he's a great fella and, um, you know, super guy to drive for. So it was pretty cool to do it for him too. Where it began? Well, it began with a win for your mum and your first ever drive. Nigel Paul was uh, the horse's name uh, at home at Geraldine and, and that, that in itself must have been uh, special. But, gee, it's it's gone fast, Sam. It's gone fast for those following your career. What's it been like for you? Yeah, no, it was sort of um, a fairy tale start, that's for sure. Greg, you know, um, getting my first um, winner at my first drive was something um, that was very, very special and still um, a career highlight for me. But, yeah, when you say 15 years, gosh, it sounds a long time. But um, in saying that, it probably, you know, the years go by quick, don't they? And, and it has rocked around pretty quick. And, yeah, like to, you know, you sort of only dream of um, driving, you know, a few winners, 100 winners. And, yeah, to, to get the record is... Um, you know, something I never imagined of, of ever doing, really. Sam, you've been surrounded by some very good horse people in your time, and, and I know Colin and Julie DeFilippi uh, uh, have a special place not only in your career but in your heart as well. Um, you know, you had some time out with the Diamond Racing team. Um, you're obviously with Mark Jones now, who provided you with your one and only Group 1 winner in Rocker Band, and I was lucky enough to talk to you straight after that race, and I know what that meant. Um, so you've gleaned a lot of really good information out of some of our greatest horse people. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I started out originally with um, Murray Tatter there at Timaru, so it was a great um, grounding and, a, you know, a backing there. And, you know, I did a bit of time too with Regan Todd. So, like you say, I've had some, some great people that I've worked for and a lot of good mentors along the way. And, yeah, lots of highlights and um, hopefully, hopefully many more to come. Sam, what's changed in that period, and, and why have you become our greatest female driver? What 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 what's what motivates you? I, I know you love race day, and I lo know you love winning races for all of the owners and trainers that give you an opportunity. But just start with the first part. What, what's changed about your driving style? Oh gosh, um, oh I don't really know, Greg. Um, I suppose every you know times have changed a wee bit with. With race driving and um, you know, like the, you know, I guess like whip rules and stuff like that have changed. You know, like I think everybody's um, a lot more tidier and neat and, and that with that. Um, I don't know. I think it's probably just a, I don't know, confidence thing too. You know, you get on, you know, sort of better stock and the right horses and you know you, you have a few wins and um, you know your, your confidence grows and you you just sort of got to back yourself and your judgment. You know, like the split second decisions out there and. You know, you're not always going to get it right. So um, you've got to sort of just back yourself and, and commit and, you know, hope it's the right call on the day. But, um, yeah, I still like to, you know, follow all the, you know, lots of good drivers. And, you know, you always, you never stop learning. So you sort of watch and learn off them. And, you know, I, I still like to ask lots of questions. And, 
you know, I always like to say, you know, if I do anything wrong, I sort of, you know, would like, you know, even Mark and that to point them out. Like, you know, you you can always improve. And, um, you know, like I say, we don't always get it right. But if you, you know, keep learning and taking advice, you just hope to get better, really. Sam, it's a busy lifestyle. A lot of travel involved. And, well, you drove about in about 800 races last season and you're on track to do something similar here so there's not a lot of downtime is there no no it's certainly an industry where you've got to be dedicated and um committed to it um especially being a driver and like you say um you know my schedule's pretty busy and you know since i've started um you know i sort of get to every meeting in the south island really you know um sort of started driving down south the last few seasons and um, typical with Southlanders, they're, they're, they're such great people and, you know, very loyal. Like, you know, you're good to them, they're good to you. So, you know, I've had a lot of success down there and, you know, sort of pay it forward by, you know, keep going and, and that. But certainly just everyone, you know, that supported me and, you know, the local people. I wouldn't be where I am today without their support and putting me on. All right, 679 is where you sit at the moment. So I guess the next goal is 700 and... Well, judging by the way things are, are, are rolling, a thousand's not beyond the realms in the next oh, three or four seasons, Sam, maybe five at an absolute stretch. Um, that has got to be numero uno, I guess, in that regard. Yeah, a lot of people have mentioned that since, um, you know, my win the other week, you know, even yesterday down south and, you know, a few people around home and that have said, you know, a thousand must be a massive goal, which... To me, I you know I only like to set small small goals at the start. Like you know, seven hundred certainly one of them at the, in the meantime. But I don't know, thousand seems a long, long way away. But um, hey, you never know. I just keep ticking away and keep chipping away, and it, it may happen. You know, who knows? Sam, six hundred and seventy nine felt a long way away in two thousand and eight too. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it just proves that 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 it can happen, and uh, I'm sure, God willing, that it uh, that it can happen uh, for you. And what a day that will be. Let's talk about your chances today because it's a milestone day for reigning in my heart. Start number 50 today. Can it be it? his day? Yes, it is. So maybe back-to-back Sundays for you, you can create history, and I'm sure the Garters family would uh, would love you to be able to do it with reigning in my heart. It was an excellent second last time behind uh, Celtic Garden, who's no slouch. So I suppose the thing with reigning in my heart is you, you know you're going to get a run for your money, whether it's going to be good enough to win. Um, might come down to your hands today. Yeah, um, there was a one like down yesterday, fly tricks. I think he was about 86, and he finally got his win. So you sort of persevere long enough, you get there. And, um, yeah, I'd love to be able to do it for the Garters today, the They've been great supporters too and giving me, um, you know, a few drives along the way. So, yeah, like you say, it was a good second last start. But um, And the 2,000 metres definitely suits today, but shorter course for him. But, yeah, he sort of seems to find one um, each day to, to get, you know, beat. But, um, yeah, like you say, hopefully today on 50th start can be it. Race number two, Sophia Rose. She's quite a handy filly, this, isn't she? Her three runs to date, Sam, have all had merit, all behind Rark Lou. No Rark Lou today, but it is a deep sort of fillies and mares uh, maiden. She must be a good chance, though. Yeah, like you say, um, she's done nothing wrong to date. Her three starts have all been good, and, um, again, she she meets a um, nicely handy wee field of fillies and mares, but wee bit of a trickier draw drawn out a little bit wider but um you know she's got options she has got gate speed and you know she can sit off the pace and um Kev's made a little bit of a gear change there which I think will definitely help her today so 
she's certainly a top three chance in that field. Yep, she's got the sliding blinds on. Your mum's horse, Shanti Bromack, in race number three, a $40 chance, and she's just had the three runs, a daughter of courage under fire. Not too many of them are left going around the racetracks, but what a mighty little horse he was, uh, the winner of what, 24 in a row, and, uh, of course, six derbies. What about the chances of it today? Yeah, no, there's not many of um of um, his progeny about and um, yeah she's a dear little wee thing she's got great manners and that but yeah she, she sort of needs to improve you know three runs haven't been real inspiring today but um, yeah like I say she's got great manners so touch wood she can ping away and um, be handy over the 2000 metres today and just slot in and hopefully just run home Sweet Lou, three-year-old, Louis Vista in race number six is a $7 chance. Uh, Tried by Mark Jones, this one. Better effort last start. Gemma was uh, aboard on, well, in fact, the last couple of occasions. Um, no star, Louis Vista, but in a race where should be pretty competitive. Yeah, like you say, no star, but his last start was um, actually, you know, quite a bit better for him. He sort of cops the 12 holes today, so which makes it a little bit trickier, but... Um, you know, there's a few here that have had a few starts, you know, so they're all sort of in the same um, same boat, you know, that it's probably just who gets the right run. But, yeah, if he goes as good as he did last start, hopefully, you know, top four chance in that field. All right, the Conqueror in race number nine, race almost made exactly for him. 2,000 metre stand, although he missed away slightly on uh, Friday night, so he's on the quick backup. But this is his go in life, isn't it, Samantha? Standing start, short course, winner of four races, uh, gets into this race beautifully. Probably needs to lift on a couple of his recent performances, but at his best, he would be right in this. Yeah, you'd like, yeah, you'd like to say he's ticked a fair few boxes here, Greg. Um, yeah, I drove him um, two starts ago and when he ran fourth, and it was actually um, a, a quite a good fourth. He got pushed right back. And um, turning for home, he was probably near last and um, got home good for fourth, and which was a lot stronger field. So, yeah, hopefully you're right. Hopefully I um, can get him away real quick like he can do and um, be nice and handy, and he yeah, should be hopefully a, a really good show in that field. All right. To get to 680, you need to drive a winner. What's the best of your chances uh, this afternoon at Addington Raceway? Yeah, I'm going to stick with um, the Conqueror and hopefully, you know, he can um, get the job done for Tread there in the, in the night. Beautiful. Nice each way price, around $10 as well. Congratulations again on last Sunday, Samantha. Um, I know what it meant to you going past Nikki Chilcott, and I also know that you wanted to acknowledge uh, you know, everything she's achieved in the game, including the 500 training wins she's, uh, she's had. So, um, yeah, well done on that, and good luck this afternoon, and thanks so much for your time here on SENZ Trots Talk. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like I say, I, I mentioned Nikki in an interview with Nigel, but, yeah, no, again, it was a, it's a massive feat on her her behalf too. She not only has driven that many winners, but to train a big team and um, train over 500 winners, you know, she's the only female in the country that's ever done that. So, yeah, huge congrats to her as well, and, and it's been an exciting battle between us, and, yeah, hopefully it can continue. All right, Sam, good luck today. Cheers, thank you. That's Samantha Otley, the now winningest ever female driver in New Zealand harness racing history. And of course, well, uh, effectively, uh, Nikki could go back past her if she drove a couple of winners, but Sam's out there a lot more than Nikki, and uh, she's likely to continue on, and let's hope she's able to get to that 1,000-win club and be the first to achieve that. Double eight, double three, just Texas, the code word Addington, your name, your TAB account number, and you could be the recipient, courtesy of...
the TAB of that $50 bonus bet. Short break, other side, we'll catch up with the Thornleys, Craig and Sam, and get their thoughts around their chances at Addington this afternoon in the Southern Man segment. I'm a Southern Man And I'm so brilliant. I got the South in my blood And I'm gonna be here till I'm dead well dead Yes, it is the Southern Man uh, segment. Uh, welcome back into SENZ Trots Talk. Don't forget to enter our text competition, double eight double three. your name, your TAB account number, code word is Addington. And a man who's heading there is the bloke with the biggest smile in the game, Craig Thornley. He joins us uh, this morning. Morning to you, Craig. Morning, Craig. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks so much for your time. We were just having a chat to Samantha Otley about her record-breaking feat last uh, Sunday. Mate, she's honing in on your total of about 728, so you better watch out. Yeah, well, yeah, we actually got drivers like her driving against you. <laughs> yeah, well, she's certainly done a great job uh, thus far, as you have too, mate, although things are a little bit quieter in the driving uh, front from your point of view. Is there any real reason for that, or is it just a case of um, you stick pretty much with the Sprayden Lodge team, and yeah, sure, you're available to drive others, but you've got a few other things going on in your life. With Belmont Park starting to have to work there. Um, but no, this is probably one of those things where a lot of the amateur trainers I've drive, driven for over the years have sort of got out of the game for whatever reason, you know. Um, the Sprayden Lodge has always been my main, my main stable I've driven for, and, 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 and so anyway, so I've always sort of just stuck with them and drive what I can elsewhere. Well, you stick with them uh, today, so let's have a look at your opportunities at Addington Raceway. J-Lo Franco is a creatine mare on debut out of Jaconti Franco. It's a family that I know pretty well. And having a look at her trials, and certainly her latest trial, um, there must be a little bit of confidence going into her debut run today. Uh, yeah, I, I quite like this wee horse. It's quite a well-bred horse. They have a very good mare, good family. Um but she made and tried his first up. You just don't know what they're going to do. But if she tried it the whole way, I could see her running in the top four or five quite comfortably. But, you know, you know what maiden tried are like. It's uh, a bit more on the field today than what she's been in against. And uh, in 2000 metres, she's sort of got to step and run a little bit. But from what she's shown at the trials, her manners are normally pretty good. So I expect a reasonable sort of bold showing first up. And it would be an advantage, Craig, drawing wide out on the front row over that 2,000 metres because often you don't get a slingshot, but it's certainly uh, an advantage being drawn out there as opposed to down on the inside where you can get a little bit cluttered up and a little bit claustrophobic. Yeah, I think so too. Just gives you a little bit more room, um, especially with those first starters and that sort of thing, the trotters and that. Just gives you a bit more space that you can sort of balance them up before you can make a decision where you're going to end up sort of thing. So, yeah, I like it drawn out wide over the 2000, especially with an experienced Craig, is she a winning chance first up, and is she a horse that we can follow? Uh, look, I wouldn't say she couldn't win, um, but whatever she does today, she, she'll improve with. I, I don't think a win's far away for her, but you know, whatever she does today, I see her sort of going forward and getting better with it. All right, Kardashian's provided you with, well, I suppose some headaches, for want of a better term, uh, in her first couple of runs. <laughs> is, that, is that fair? <laughs> I'm trying to be yeah. as nice to her as I possibly can, Craig, because um, I'm not so sure I would have wanted to be sitting behind her at the, at, at, at the couple of runs well, she's had thus far. 
Put like this, Greg. I've packed a spare pair of a spare pair of underpants today for after last <laughs> driving out. <laughs> yes, it did, didn't look like a whole lot of fun out there. Um, yeah, she's she's obviously got a little bit of a streak in her. It'd be fair to say. Yeah, she has a little bit. She's just learning. She's just a little lacks a little bit of confidence. Um, she's sort of drawn out a bit where she won't be going forward too hard. I'll be just trying to keep a balance because last time I went out the gate with her a bit and. Um, when I sort of took hold of it, she just sort of lost the balance and then just got things horribly wrong. Um, so today we've drawn wide, so we'll be going back, hope that she gets into rhythm. And hopefully we'll just try and look after a little bit. Just try and get confidence up and get around in one piece. Um, not saying that she can't run in the money, but she'll be, she'll be hitting the line, is, is what I'd say with that one. All right. She's certainly got a bit of breeding by Vincent out of life of luxury. And Venture is yeah. one the punters have come for, Craig, in race number nine. Uh, this one by Gold Ace. Two starts back. Excellent second. And behind Smoke on the Water, who's a horse on the rise, I think. Uh, last time, just didn't get any peace once you got the lead. Uh, yeah, no, he never got any peace when he got in the front. But saying that, too, I was still a little bit disappointed with him. And I'll, yeah, we've had him checked out since. No real reason for it. Just hoping that he had a bad day. The office, so um, first time off the unruly today. He's um, drawn sort of, I think he comes to two the second row. So if he behaves himself and he gets a good run through, he's his best chance for today. All right, so he's uh, now into three dollars twenty, four fifty into three dollars and twenty cent. So there's good support uh, for him. Hey, Craig, thanks so much for your time. Uh, you've told us what your best is, Ventura, race nine at number thirteen, and uh, yeah, we hope things go well for you today with the Sprayton Lodge team uh, there at Addington. Thanks, mate. All right, thanks, Greg. Cheers. All right, there he is, uh, Craig Thornley from one Thornley to another. Young Sam's joined us uh, on the line. Uh, morning to you, Sam. Good morning. How's things uh, for you this morning? It's a little bit overcast in, in Canterbury, but uh, we've talked about it a couple of times on this show. Addington Raceway is the perfect venue for winter racing. You're undercover until you have to get out on the track, and therefore everyone's dry that's inside there. And, um, yeah, the matter, the weather doesn't matter as much as, say, at some of our other venues. Yeah, no, it's a great place to uh, race at on a Sunday. It's not too far from home, great track, and they should do more of it. All right. Well, they're certainly doing more over the next couple of months, Sam. We're there every weekend for the next two months at least. Uh, let's have a look at your chances uh, today. Irish Summer in the first for Chris McDowell. Probably needs to lift a little bit, and uh, it's reflected in its uh, price as well. $41. Any top four sort of chance, do you think? Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't go too bad, but it just uh, doesn't begin any good. It's just real slow, so makes it too hard for it. But if it began quicker, it could sneak into the top five, but you just don't know with trotters. All right, it's drifted out to $51. What about See You Betty in race number two? A $4.50 chance for your boss, Ken Barron, comes up with barrier one. It's had three runs, this daughter of betting line thus far, and uh, you drove, I think you drove it on debut, but um, from barrier one, 1980, that's got to be a tick in the right box. Yeah, no, it's not the worst horse. It just um, hopes I can get out pretty quick and either stay in front will trail the right one and I think it'll be uh, not a bad chance but there is there is a couple in it that go all right but yeah I, I don't think it's the worst Black Mac in or Mark whichever way you want to go in race number seven a horse we talked to you about a month ago when it was fresh up and uh, it was a very good fourth on that occasion since then really gone on with it uh, Sam um, I think the time away from the racetrack and I know that there were a few issues there uh, to get him back but Gee, you must be pleased to be associated with him because he's going great. Yeah, I was pretty lucky to get on him. It just all worked out pretty good, and he's 
he's a tough horse, so sometimes when you drive him bad, he just still keeps on going. And hopefully today, 2600, he'll step good and be able to bowl them up and yeah, see what happens. All right, he's into, he was $7. He's now into $5.50, but looks a, a very good chance. Your own horse, Dragon Sunrise, certainly has a motor. Um, just didn't quite get it right last time. Goes round in race number eight. But if we go back three starts, Sam um, was second here at Addington Raceway in the middle of May behind Lovey Dovey Nova. Um, if she does trot all of the way, she's got to be a competitive in a race like this. Yeah, no, that's what I think too. It's just... Um she went good that day when she got second, and then uh, the next week she didn't. She trotted terrible, and she didn't go any good. And then we changed a few, few things around, and she trotted better the other day, but still not 100% right. And then we still worked on a few things this week, and she worked real good the other day. So I don't really know what to expect, but if she did trot good and did everything right, she's a good chance. But then uh, she could also trot bad. So <laughs> you just don't really know what to expect. But now she is. She's starting to come right, I think, and she's the manners are getting better. So yeah, see what happens. Sam, sometimes with those trotters, it's better to go to the races with no expectations, and then when you do get a result, well, well, it's more satisfying, I suppose. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking too. It's just a bit of fun. You've got a couple of mates in it, yeah, and there's no no expectations when we go to the races. If you trot around, that's the main thing, and yeah, anything other than that's a bonus. All right, Shard's Fury was a winner for you two starts back at Ashburton at long odds. Uh, not as good at Addington last week, but you've got barrier one, 2,000 metres, $15 chance. Is that a fair reflection of Shard's Fury's chances in the ninth? Yeah, well, I thought he was a real good chance last week, and I did a bit of work to get to the front, and then he sort of started to relax it a bit. Then another one come and sort of stopped in front of him, and he was still travelling bloody good at about 400, and... He never really got a gas, and then when he did, he just didn't sort of try very hard. He tries a lot harder when he's up handy, so he'll be looking to drive him hard from 2,000 metres stand. All right, that's in race number nine. The last year drives is flow motion again for Chris McDowell. Uh, this is a mare by Better Than Cheddar, who's been racing well, comes out of an amateur race last time, and um, has been given a fair amount of support by the bookies, or certainly respect in the last, and is currently... So have a quick look there. Oh, it's a bit of a drifter. Nine's out to $11. It's it's never easy from the back row over the 1900, the outside of the back row, but she's racing well enough. Yeah, no, she's going pretty good. I think it's the right sort of field for her to let them go hard early, hopefully, and then put her in the race. And she's a pretty tough horse, so I wouldn't be surprised if she sat parked the last lap and kept on going. She, I thought she went pretty good the other day. Maybe just went a little bit too slow and she got out sprinted, but no, I think she's a pretty good chance. All right, what's the best of your chances today, Sam? Uh, well, I'd like to say my own horse, but I don't really know what to expect, but then uh, Black Mac's a pretty good chance too. All right, race seven, Black Mac, race eight, Dragon Sunrise. Be a nice wee multi there if you want to follow Sam Thornley in today. Thanks for your time, mate. Appreciate it. No, perfect. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Sam Thornley. So Craig Thornley to Sam Thornley. Well, Craig's pretty keen on Ventura if it lives up to its uh, uh, form two starts back in race number nine. And Sam, well, he likes his two drives in races seven and eight, Black Mac and Dragon's Sunrise. Double eight, double three. Got quite a few ticks coming in. What is Bruce thinking here? Lovely day in Addington. Mm, could do with $50 to spend. Why don't you give it to me? Well, if you give us the best possible excuse for why you should get it, producer Dude Robbie is back in town, back from the States, jet-setting around the world. 
about the only one out of this organisation that's not jet-setting anywhere with Michael Guerin away as well. Anyway, double eight, double three, your name, your TOB account number, you could win that 50 bucks. Tell producer dude Robbie why you should. Short break, other side, five times national premiership winner Blair Orange will join us. Welcome back in to Trot's Talk. Don't forget to enter the competition today. Double eight, double three. Your name, your TOB account number, the code word Addington. Plenty of people getting involved in that. Blair Orange is getting involved in the activity at Addington this afternoon, and he's got a big venture coming up in August. Morning to you, Blair. Hey, Blair. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm excellent, thanks. Uh, having a look forward to the World Drivers' Championship, 20 races, four tracks, three countries, Germany, Belgium and uh, the Netherlands. You must be looking forward to that mid-August. Yeah, very much so, Greg. It's going to be uh, you know, a great experience and a you know, once-in-a-lifetime trip probably, so no, really looking forward to it. When you look at the history of the World Drivers Championship and what New Zealanders have been uh, able to achieve, it didn't start until 1970 when a bloke called Hervé Fillion was the inaugural winner. Uh, but Kevin Holmes won it uh, in the 70s. Robert Cameron, Tony Herlihy and uh, Morris McKendry won it within a 10-year period. Uh, Mark Jones became World Drivers' Champion in 2003, and, of course, Dexter Dunn in 2015. So we've had a heck of a record in it, Blair. Yeah, and there are some fantastic names. You just said they're great, too, that, have, that they have won it. So, you know, it's just an honour to represent New Zealand and, and be competing against the world's best. You'll be over there with uh, one of Australia's best. He drove over 300 winners last season, and the man they call leader, Peter, Pete McMullen. But you get to meet, uh, you know, from all different walks of life, uh, some drivers. Obviously, there'll be a bit of a language barrier, but there's people there to help with that, Blair. So um, you'll end up making lifelong friends out of this, I'm sure. Yeah, that's right, Greg. It's going to be, you know, obviously the the language barrier might be a little bit of a hiccup. But, um, yeah, I've got a couple of good tour guides with me that I'm sure will um, interpret that. that. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's just going to be a, a great experience and, you know, something I'll treasure for a long time. All right. You might want to give uh, Greg Sugars a ring. He just finished second, Blair, with Just Believe about two hours ago uh, behind Francesco Zett. Uh, just Believe placed in two of three runs uh, in Austra- in uh, Sweden, rather, and uh, what, a, what a magnificent effort uh, by them. You've seen a bit of Just Believe, of course, the winner of uh, the Great Southern Star and Inter Dominion and... To see the horse go over there and perform to that sort of level, um, maybe the man they call the Candy Man can give you some advice. <laughs> Most definitely, Greg. He's, Greg's world class. We've known that for a long time. And yeah, the boys actually sat on the truck under the way the race was here today. That um, he sat parked and just got beat. So I think that's fantastic for New Zealand and Australian racing, and and shows that uh, you know we can compete with the world's best. And hopefully, it's onwards and upwards for, for the future for um, participants that that do get invited over there. Yeah, it all started with Night Pistol and Kieran Manning uh, about 20 or 22 years ago. And, uh, of course, Lyle Creek went over there and performed to a very high level as well. Um, yeah, so I think Just Believe may have reinvigorated some when you consider that our very best trotters, uh, the retired recently Sunday Sun, Muscle Mountain, obviously, Bolt for Brilliance, You'd imagine that they would be pretty competitive uh, if they decided to head there. Blair, let's have a look at your chances uh, today, and we'll talk more about the World Drivers' Championship as uh, we get closer to that. Uh, sweet Spirit in race number two for Regan Todd. Gee, stable's flying, isn't it? 
started going really well, Greg, and you know Regan does a fantastic job. So it's probably drawn ideally for it, mate. It's uh, it's a you know <clears throat> one trick pony, sit and sprinter. So won the back row, see how we end up. But um, yeah, to its racing pattern, the draw works out good for it. Race number four, see it through for your good mate uh, Darren Tax Simpson. Uh, winner two starts back at Invercargill. What about the Ashburton run behind Page last time? You probably just overdrove him at Ashburton, Greg. Um, you know, in hindsight, it would have been better off taking a trail, but um, probably just didn't think properly out there. But, uh, yeah, put a line through that. It was just a bad drive. So Darren's happy with it. He, he wouldn't bring it this far from Amaru if he, if he wasn't. So, yeah, it's genuine each-way chance normally. Doesn't happen very often, Blair, you not thinking out on the track. So I think we can give you a pass for that one. Uh, let's move <laughs> to Just Ace, race number five. Uh, better performance from him last time. 2,000 metre stand, barrier one. The key to that, Blair, is stepping quickly. For sure, Glenn. He's normally quite a good beginner, this guy, but he's just skipped his last couple of starts. So uh, hopefully he gets it right today and the distance suits. The draw's good. Um, yeah, on last start, you'd like to think he's getting back to where he should be. And, yeah, if he does step away good, how he can, he's definitely a top four chance. All right, you drive Montoya in race number six from uh, Barrier One for Devin Van Til. I don't think Devin's had too many to the races. Uh, this one's a four-year-old by Rock and Roll Dance who has trolled up okay. Yeah, it goes all right, this guy, Greg. I just picked the drive up this morning with Devin being um, ill, so... Yeah, you know, got to respect the horse, and uh, I just haven't actually done too much form on that race just yet, mate, but I'll do that, and yeah, just by seeing it at the trials lately, I think it will go a good race. Yep, and it's uh, been supported as well, around a $6 quote. Izzier in race number eight uh, for the Calverts, who have been such great supporters of you for a long time. She's a mare with the ability to uh, be very competitive, but she needs to trot all of the way. Yeah, it'd be good to get this one up for George and Jan, Greg. As you said, they've uh, they've been by my side my whole career, and uh, you know, hats off to them, and can't thank them enough. But if this girl gets it right, she's uh, she's a bit of a trick. But we've actually tried to fool her. All Ken trainers tried to fool her a little bit, and outsmart her, and, and such as the way he's been training. And uh, two thousand metres, good beginner. She's uh, a bit of a rogue sometimes at ducking off the track, but um, hopefully. Hopefully she's in a good frame of mind tonight, today, and uh, runs well. Yep, she's a $5.50 chance, in from seven fifty. and Hilda Maud is your drive in the last. Uh, gee, you've got a few number ones today, mate. Uh, this mare by Better Than Cheddar has, has the right sort of draw. It's about a $16 chance. Might be a first four player anyway. Yeah, it's just done a couple of things wrong lately, Greg. Um, you know, I haven't driven the horse, so it's the first time, but... Um, got the right barrier as you said so yeah we'll utilize that mate and uh yeah it's pro- probably one for longer odds but uh just with a draw and hopefully it, it behaves it, it it should run a nice race all right what's the best of them blair what do you think's your best chance today uh well sweet spirit greg early on if it uh doesn't get too far back on the fence and and get some luck so definitely a, a good each way chance all right, well, it's certainly uh, at a nice each-way price uh, is Sweet Spirit at around uh, $16. I better just check that and see if there's been any movement there. There might be after you've said that. Uh, it's actually out to $21, so $21.450. Oh. It's certainly a great top three, top four chance, Blair, one would think. Yeah, definitely, Greg. It's uh, Regan City. That's last start, put a line through it. So, uh, you know, we'll be positive and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get... That's it, four right. days at sprint and good money.
Beautiful. 500 drives thus far uh, this season you've had exactly for 80 wins. So the strike rate's still going well, still leading the Premiership, honing in on your sixth title. Thanks so much for your time, mate, and good luck today, and also good luck uh, in the planning around this World Drivers' Championship assault. I know you're very much looking forward to that. It's great. Really appreciate it, mate. All right, there he is, Blair Orange, the country's leading rainsman and making his way around the world to compete in the World Drivers' Championship. Yep, 13th of August it kicks off. Uh, busy time for them. Over about five days, they're driving 20 races. Uh, they drive at uh, Wolf Vega in the Netherlands, uh, Gelsenkirchen, and I check the pronunciation of that at Germany, Mons in Belgium, and uh, they drive at Berlin in Germany. So uh, 20 races, four tracks, three countries. Massive trip it will be for him. Double eight, double three. Still plenty of texts coming in. Here we go. I think I should be considered because I've just shifted houses and missed all the rugby and racing because Sky didn't turn up. Hmm, that sounds like a pretty fair sort of a reason. See if producer Dude Robbie thinks the same. Double eight, double three, your name, TAB account number, code word is Addington. On the other side, we'll find out about the Constellations Carnival and the Kiwis that are going to be going around in that. We'll catch up with the chairman of Albion Park, Brad Steele. Welcome back in uh, to uh, Trot's Talk. Uh, looking to track down Brad Steele over there in Australia and... Uh We've got him online now to talk to him about all things Queensland harness racing and the Constellations. Morning to you, Brad. Morning, Greg. Kia ora to everyone. Yeah, thanks so much for your time and what has become going to become a very busy time for you, the third running of the Constellations Carnival. Before we get into how that's all going to unfold over the next month, this horse that you've got over there, Leap to Fame, who won the Patron's Purse on Friday night at Redcliffe, they simply don't do what he did on Friday and what he's done throughout his career. He's clearly the pin-up for the whole carnival for you guys. He, he sure is, uh, Greg, and he's, uh, he's Queensland-owned, and you're absolutely right, on a, on a half-mile track, three corners. Some say that Leap to Fame's own time for the last mile there at Redcliffe on Friday night was sub-152, which is just absolutely uh, supersonic. And it was the, they obviously ran a race record there, 153.4 for the uh, 2,280 metres. So he's clearly going to be one of the headline horses. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And that will flow through to, uh, to the $2 million Eureka as well. Yeah, absolutely it will. The Aqua, the Rising Sun, is uh, his first goal. I suppose we'd be anticipating that he'd take his place in the Blacks of Fake as well? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's the ambitious program that the Connections have, have mapped out. And, you know, it's a, it's a $400,000 race, uh, Grand Circuit race, so I'm sure it's on, on their uh, radar uh, as well. All right. Well, you raced last night, another very good night of racing. Big Wheels took out the Lucky Creed and continues on its very good run of form. From a Kiwi point of view, Hot to Trot won at Menangle last night. And uh, I know Mark Jones uh, has got La Rosa coming across your way too. So a couple of uh, Kiwis there. We've had a bit of success in the Constellations. Obviously, Copy That's been there in the past. Amazing Dream was uh, was successful when she was there. Uh, I know last year, Global 
global flight who'd just gone over to Queensland was uh, was good as well. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what the Kiwis can achieve. I know we were hoping to get copy that there uh, and Merlin, but unfortunately that just hasn't quite panned out. But I tell you what, if you keep increasing the stakes like you have, Brad, up over $3 million for the carnival now, and it's a big night next week uh, at Redcliffe, then you're going to get more Kiwis come across, particularly at a time of year when it's not so warm here. That's true, Greg, and I had a feeling that uh, some of our Kiwi friends might have arrived at the creek last night, uh, and respectively, uh, respectfully, you can usually spot them there in the short sleeve shirts at this time of the year where we've all got the, the jackets on, and I have a feeling there was a few of them, quite a few of them there at the creek last night, um, and you're absolutely right. I mean, first night of the Constellation started on Friday night at Redcliffe. You can tell the Comets are in town already. We've had two two races on, uh, one race Friday night, one race at the creek on Saturday night, both uh, run race records. Um, so the Comets are here. It's going to be a fascinating car. We love having the Kiwis here. Last year, we quite didn't have the Kiwi horses, but I'll tell you what we did have, and that was a lot of Kiwi breeders and owners um, and participants, which uh, we are always uh, great to have them across and host. And I think the Kiwis should take, play a pretty big hand again this year. I know that already some New Zealand-based uh, and owned horses have been sent to Queensland for the carnival, and there's also been a number of locals that have been buying the Kiwis uh, with the prospect of racing uh, through our carnival as well. So I think you'll see NZ next to a lot of horses uh, through this carnival. Yeah, 20 group races, uh, over $3 million. Headline act, of course, is the $400,000. Blacks are fake. Uh, the rising sun, if a three-year-old is able to win it, is actually uh, with 450000 350000 the race, but $100,000 bonus. You've got uh, the three- and four-year-old trot, the Great Square, which is where Hot to Trot will be heading. You've got $100,000 Queensland Trotters Cup. The new race, the Hayden, which is uh, Queensland's ticket into the $2 million tab, Eureka 2. So, uh, Gee, there's some good races uh, there spread across uh, the race nights from Redcliffe next week into the uh, 1st of July. So every Saturday after that, uh, the 8th of July is when we have the South East Derby and Oaks, the Rising Sun, uh, the Mr Feelgood and the Fleur de Lille. Then we go in to the 15th which has a number of feature races, including the Sunshine Sprint, the Golden Girl, the JC McMullen, the Queensland, Queensland Trotting Oaks, and then the final night on the 22nd, which has that $400,000 Black Safate, uh, the Queensland Trotters Cup, the Trotters Derby, uh, the Oaks, and the Queensland Derby for 150000 It's pretty mouth-watering, isn't it, Brad? It, it is, Greg, and look, it's not just a, a true staying test for the horses. I'd like to think it's also a true staying test for connections um, because we've also got seven carnival events uh, that we put on throughout the Constellation Carnivals as well. So I think it is a true staying test off the course uh, for a lot of the connections as well. And, and I know you'll be hosting a number of those events uh, with us, Greg. And I did actually spend a bit of time with a chap at the creek last night who sponsored the Lucky Creed, and he said the Galvanator is looking very much forward to having you across <laughs> here again. Uh, he's a beautiful man. Look forward to the golf day. You have the Calcutta on the Thursday uh, and the rum bar there at the Breakfast Creek Hotel. So like you say, it's uh, there's something for everyone there, Brad. Looking forward to it. Anyone interested and in wanting to get information, go to racingqueensland.com.au, check out the Constellations, or simply just Google the Constellations Carnival and, and it will all come up. Hey, Brad, all the best uh, over the next month. I'll be there in uh, about two and a half weeks. I look forward to catching up again, mate. And uh, yeah, this carnival is really building and can Congratulations to you and everyone involved. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Look forward to hosting you. Thank you.
All right, there he is, Brad Steele, the chairman uh, of the Creek Albion Park. And, yeah, the racing only gets better there over the next month. Producer Dude Robbie, back from your world travels, who's the lucky recipient of the $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. And not much of a difference from being in America compared to being uh, back at Trotstalk, uh, funnily enough. <laughs> but we are going to carry for the bonus bet. Um, yeah, bit of, bit of a shame. Wasn't able to watch the rugby. No some, sky. Some great semi-finals. <laughs> All Can't the races. Help bad luck. Mm, next Saturday is going to be an interesting old go at the Tron, of course. Uh, the Crusaders looking to continue their winning run in Super Rugby and uh, the Chiefs getting home last night over the Brumbies. Addington Raceway, not too far away from the first there. Robbie, 12.25, race number one, the 10 race programme, all over within about four hours. This has been uh, Trot's Talk, courtesy of HRNZ. For all your information, go to hrnz.co.nz, reviews, previews, tips, everything you need to know, hrnz.co.nz. I'll talk to you in a week's time. Good luck on the punt today at Addington Raceway, tab.co.nz. Please bet responsibly, and I'll talk to you in a week.